Yeah, what you need to know is being brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are, making it very convenient because it's just 90 minutes from anywhere, wherever you might be. Here's Laura at U-N-E-E-Q underscore. Follow her. Here she is. Yes, sir. Shout out. Thank you, Cab. So we talked about how restaurants have been shifting and a lot of people, you know, we talked about like ghost kitchens that there was like no physical actual restaurant, right? We talked about that on a old what you need to know. So now I found this really cool idea um, that popped up into my Instagram. So in Mo- in Montebello, I was going to totally anglicize that. You should have called it Montebello. <laughs> right. Like, I'll do that. I'll, but oh, no. you mean up in Montebello. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Montebello, which I is envy. in East LA. <laughs> I envy that. Yeah. <laughs> they have quesadillas? Okay, See? let me know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we're not doing that. So there is a new kind of like food hall going on. But the cool thing is that there are these like new restaurants it used to be like pop-up like shops, you know, just like little pop-ups um, around the cities. But now they're in a repurposed metal shipping container. Ooh. So they made their little restaurant in, uh, out of this like metal shipping container. So there's eight of them. So eight pop-ups that used to be just kind of pop-ups, like, you know, little food stands. Wow. Now they have their own little designated place in Montevideo. And it was uh, founded by Barney Santos, who had this idea, and he calls it Boulevard Market. And I thought that was super dope because, you know, he's giving people this space to have kind of like a mock restaurant because it's not like a full blown, you know, let's take on this huge project of a restaurant. But it it gives you like a stepping stone, like a block to kind of do that. Right. If that's what you want to do or be like, no, I'm kind of cool with this or See, I would you know, do that. That's dope, yeah, right? I was like, yeah. that is so cool. And there's um more of them actually. There's another similar one, a uh, similar setup in Long Beach and Bellflower and Garden Grove. So they're kind of popping up everywhere. And I, I just kind of like the idea because a lot of the people that are doing this are, you know, brown and black. So it's just, you know, we don't get the same opportunities when we go to the bank sometimes to get those loans. So it's kind of cool to have the community, you know, Barney's like, I want something for our community so it can thrive. So I just thought it was really dope. It is dope. Yeah. I, I think I've seen that before. Um, those old shipping containers. Mm-hmm. There was a barbecue joint my brother took me to in Compton. Yeah, I, I, I'm i sure. Yeah. I have never been, but I've I, actually, it, yeah. it makes sense now. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's super dope. DeMarco, if you were going to start one of these kinds of pop-up restaurants... What would your cuisine be? Oh, you breakfast. Got any cooking in your game? Breakfast. I'd open at five. I'd close by two, <laughs> and you'd have the best French toast, pancakes, waffles, omelets. That's me. All me. Yeah. Okay. Can you have beer for breakfast? Because I would serve it. I mean, it's not you a could. bad call. It's not yeah. a bad call. Yeah. I would. Hey, you yeah. know, today is uh, today is National Waffle Day, isn't it? I think so. See, yeah. yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat. I know. I've seen a bunch of people on Twitter saying today's National Waffle Day, and they're making their declaration that they're on hashtag Team Pancake. Oh, yeah. Those people suck. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to take the carbs, take the waffle. Okay, go big or go it. home. Yes. Damn, what's wrong with you people? DeMarco, would your restaurant have cookie dough bread? Of oh. course, yes. Like at the table? At dessert. You can have dessert for breakfast. Absolutely. Right. Like, you know how there's bread at the table. You can yes. have cookie dough bread at see? the table when you get there. With a strong cup of coffee. And yeah. We're all happy. See? There we go. It is so funny you say that because last night, yet again, um, after we talked about cookie dough, my daughters are sitting here after we had dinner last night, and they're eating cookie dough out of like a cookie dough container that we got at Costco. And I'm like, girls, don't, don't you bake those and make those into cookies? They're like, yeah. So they put them in the oven. 
They bake them for like, I don't know, five minutes. They come out. They're just hot cookie dough. They're not cookies. They're just hot cookie dough because they fall dough. apart. You know? It's melted put, cookie dough. It's delicious. Wow. I put them back in. I'm like, come on. Give it like two or three more minutes. Wow. Yeah. Cap, I've been thinking more about Kobe's last game, and I'm trying to think who, what superstar now would have a chance to do that. Maybe Tom Brady, if he's in a Super Bowl here. And it came down to the last play. Do you have a chance to go out like that? Wayne Gretzky went out on a loss. Let me see how Barkley finished up. Well, you know, like you think about Tom Brady. Like imagine Tom Brady playing on a team that's not good, you know? Yeah. And and then Tom Brady's on a team that for the last – let's just play it out. You know, call it a couple years. He's on a team that's no good. And, you know, you're like, oh, man, Brady was so great. And he won championships early in his career, but the team's no good. And he's been dealing with a lot of injuries. And then he gets to the last game, and he's going to retire, and everybody knows it. But it's the last regular season game because the team's still no good. He's not going to the playoffs. And Brady winds up throwing for, I don't know, call it 475 yards, five touchdowns. Comeback win. Yeah. Right. right. (laughs) And they make – I mean, that – it's a really a great question. Like, what superstar athlete? Well, I mean, it's it's Tom Brady, LeBron, but I don't think that's going to happen to LeBron. I don't think he's going to be on bad teams at the end. Do you? Unless no, everybody no, gets hurt. No. And 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 again, same for Brady. I mean, yeah. Let me ask you something. I mean, Brady here he has the exact same starting twenty-two that he had a year ago. And while some people might say, well, the Buccaneers haven't improved because they brought back the same team, I would argue that you're the Super Bowl champions and you were able to bring back the entire team. And another year of the same coaching staff, the same Tom Brady, what I'll call his system. It's, everybody it's, euphor- it's utopia there. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're a defending champ and you're bringing everybody back. This is what you want. Plus, this is where... Where it was different for us when we won the Super Bowl. We had no one to guide us through an offseason of being champion and how soon you have to get back on the field and defend it. You know what I mean? They told us, but no one had been through it. Tom Brady's been through This is old hat for him. Yeah. And you're bringing back basically all of your starters and your coaching staff? That's utopia. Yeah. Count Tampa Bay out if you want to. Make a big mistake. Go ahead. No, They're going mean, to be I, right back in it. Right. I mean, I think, listen, I know Rams fans, DeMarco, are excited because everybody thinks that the difference at quarterback is the difference between being in the divisional round and possibly being in the Super Bowl. I will tell you, DeMarco, I am um, I'm a little bit more reserved. I'm, I'm pumping the brakes on, on the hype. Um, I thought that the Rams lost a lot in the secondary. They lost some pass rush. Uh, so, you know, you brought it up earlier in the week that, you know, you have your concerns about the defense. You know, my biggest concern about Matthew Stafford, just as an example, is, look, I got it. He put up what you might call Hall of Fame caliber statistics while in Detroit playing for a bad team and very rarely winning. But I wonder, just because he put up the numbers and he's kind of known as an NFL tough guy, I wonder if, if he has what I'll call, and I'm putting this in air quotes, the clout to come walking into the Rams' locker room. He's not Tom Brady. He didn't walk in with six Super Bowl rings and lead them to a Super Bowl championship. He might this year. But I just wonder, does Stafford have that sort of clout where everybody goes, oh, my God, we've got Matthew Stafford. Now, I heard a lot of the players saying, 
I see the difference between a 12-year vet and a younger guy and a guy who's been a leader and a guy who wasn't necessarily a personality of a leader. But I'm, I'm pumping the brakes on my hype machine here. I want to see Matthew Stafford actually win because I saw him put up numbers, but I didn't see him win. You know, that's valid, and I do too. I get queasy. I hate when, you know, there's there's high expectation, when uh, you're, you're everyone or 90% of the, the Super Bowl predictions have the Rams in it. I get queasy because there's nowhere to go but down. But, you know, I can only speak from my own experience, man. I mean, when you know you have a pretty good team, like if you're Aaron Donald or Jalen Ramsey, and you can tell we have a pretty good defense, even if we're – uh, we're changing out some players. We're trying out some new guys. We're still going to be okay. And on the other side, you you know you have a pretty good football team. All you're lacking is that one guy. And then when he walks through the door, when that quarterback comes in and you, you're not playing from a deficit, when every single Sunday uh, you know you don't have the best quarterback on the field, now it's different. Now, it may not be like if you're facing off against Rodgers, you may take Rodgers. Or if you're facing off against Brady, Brady's obviously greater than Matt Stafford. But for the most part, you're either even with or have the advantage at the quarterback spot. For all those other players, man, that, that's enough to give you a lift. That's enough to say uh, at least our signal caller, our number one guy, won't screw the game up. We actually have a chance to win it uh, in other places. So, yeah, that's going to give you a lift. But I, I feel you. I mean... Uh, you play him one game at a time, but I think it's fair to be excited about Matthew Stafford. And I'm still trying to figure out. I keep uh, getting putting my headphones my headphones on late. Is Keyshawn pro Matthew Stafford or anti Matthew Stafford? Well, I heard that promo run where Keyshawn says that Matthew Stafford and Derek Carr are virtually the same player. I actually would make numbers this wise. Comparison. Yeah, I would make this comparison, and 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 I think it's a little more. I think it's closer. Here, here's what I would say. Matthew Stafford and Philip Rivers are very, very similar because Rivers, for all of his years and all of the Hall of Fame statistics that Rivers generate, and I call them Hall of Fame statistics, meaning he's got the longevity and he's got the numbers, you know, completions, yeah. yards, touchdowns, etc. But he never really had the wins to go with it. And there were plenty of times when San Diego was considered the best roster in the NFL. Right. And he never could lead that team it's not his fault You mean get over the hump. I mean, Correct. they were close and in the conversation a lot with those teams. Right, but they only played in one AFC championship game in his entire career. Right. So so I would compare Phillip Rivers' career to Matthew Stafford's career. And by the way, if I'm comparing it, what Phillip Rivers did was he left San Diego, he went to Indianapolis, and in only one year, while the Colts didn't become Super Bowl champions, they went from not sniffing the playoffs to being in the postseason. Yeah, he's great, obviously. Here's where I sit on Matthew Stafford. If I was, if we were all sitting in the room with Keyshawn Johnson, I, I have never, ever confused the Detroit Lions as, as having one of the best rosters in the NFL. Have you? Nope. Ever. Never. So, and look at his numbers. In Detroit. So what do you think he would do on a pretty good football team? I would argue that Carr and Rivers, obviously Rivers, but Carr has had better teams than than Matthew Stafford has. So if you actually put Matthew Stafford on a team that has good players, and he's got that here, with a credible offensive coordinating head coach mind in Sean McVay, I would bet you'll see the real Matthew Stafford. I don't think you've seen that guy yet. I think you've seen a guy that's managed to survive – and and really drag a rock uphill and be pretty good doing it. Now, put him in a situation where there's other good players, I think you'll actually have a chance to see 
what the real Matthew Stafford is about. Well, we're all looking forward to the Rams' start of the season. I can tell you that right now. Stick around, everybody. Coming up, the Dodgers are in San Diego. Will the Dodger fans be able to get to Petco Park in San Diego? If you haven't heard by now, a plane landed on the 5 South, and it caused a monster traffic jam. And many people on Twitter are speculating that's the Padres' way of shutting out Dodger fans. We'll get back to the Dodgers and this big series against the Padres coming up next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. I am. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not hip to what's going on what, here. What, what is this? this are is these a basketball Nike, players? No, this is a Nike commercial of everybody's. It was right when Kobe retired, oh. and they had a Nike commercial with everybody singing at him, saying like. I hate you, Kobe. There was a whole beginning part, but this is just everybody singing to him why they hate him so much. I've been hating you. Respectful. Yes. Yeah, I got you. Okay. I heard. I uh, did not know that. I heard. Uh, what was this? Um, oh gosh, Deacon Jones when he talked about the 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 day he heard that Jim Brown was retiring. He was like, whew, thank God. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, today is Mamba Day, 24, and I know that's what a lot of people have on their minds today. I know, I mean, listen, it's hard not to, right? I mean, I, I turned on a television earlier today, DeMarco, and um, Spectrum, Sportsnet, was pretty much as, you know, this was earlier in the day, and maybe they still are, but they were kind of wall-to-wall in Kobe content. And wow. I got caught up in it and, you know, sat there and watched it for a while. Um, so, listen, you know, it's, it's hard to get away from on a day like yesterday, which was his birthday. And on a day like today, 824, August 24th, the two numbers that Kobe wore in his career, 8 and 24, today is Mamba Day. And you, you just can't, you can't help but at least, you know, have it on your radar for sure. I'm, I'm trying to think. The, 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 my favorite Mamba moment, and there's so many, but the one that stands out, for some reason I could see it vividly, was the whole Matt Barnes thing. When Matt Barnes, you know, faked like he was throwing the ball in his face and Kobe didn't move. Yeah. For some reason I could see that whole thing play out. It's so vivid. I'll never forget it. That, to me, is like, that's Mamba, you know? So, yeah, for me, I got to say, there's, the, and I think it was in, uh, in one of the NBA Finals where – Kobe brings the ball through the lane and puts it up to Shaq, and Shaq puts down this monster alley-oop. Oh, yeah. And to me, the reason I love that play so much is because you know that there was, you know, off the court, there were issues between those guys. But you know what? It was about winning. It was about not being selfish, and it didn't matter who it was. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give the big man the ball, and, you know, that's such a legendary play because Shaq goes up like 12 feet in the air and grabs that ball and slams it home, you know? That was against Portland in the Western Conference Finals yeah, in yeah. 2000. There you go. Was that there just all go. ego, that breakup? They, could they afford to 
fit both of them? Was it a money thing or just pure ego? Splitting them up. It Greg was Bergman, no. There thought? was there was a lot of ego involved in that. My team, my team. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shaq came in. He consistently came in overweight. Uh, he got. He, I think he had surgery during the season because he he gets paid on company time, One so he's going to get games. surgery on company yeah. time. Uh, so yeah, there was a lot of ego there, and there was they just you know just didn't really like wow. each other all that much because they both were tremendous competitors, and they've talked about it before that yeah if they looking back on it they should have stayed together, would have had ten championships easily. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those kinds of days where you're certainly thinking about it. That's why last week, Marco, I don't know if you have a chance to see it or you can go find it for sure on on uh, you know any of these streaming platforms. I'm sure, but you know this special that they did last week on ABC about Kobe's life, and I I, I texted Ramona because she did such a great job of of being a media narrator of the story. And it was fascinating TV, and it's kind of one of those things where it's an hour of network television, so you could get through it in about 35 minutes, 40 minutes. Wow. And it was an awesome, uh, it was an awesome one hour of television. You know, the whole story from getting drafted out of Lower Marion High School to getting traded to the Lakers to being that young kid to, <laughs> uh, to what happened in Eagle, Colorado, to his relationship with his wife and the man that he was becoming, uh, the recovery in his life. Wow. It was, it was awesome. It was great. D- two knocks. I liked Vladdy, too. I was a Vladi fan back in the day. You know? That yeah. hurt that hurt me too. Dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? I hear you, man. Hey, um, listen, talking about hurting on a day like today, I want to say to anybody who is a Dodger fan that is driving from LA to San Diego. Heads up. You might have got <laughs> yourself caught up in all kinds of really bad traffic heading south on the five. As you've heard Karen Kay recommend, there's other ways to go. You know, you can cut across and get to the 15 and take the 15 south right into downtown San Diego. I'm just giving you some ideas here because, DeMarco, this is amazing. An airplane is in distress, mayday, mayday, lands on the freeway. And there was a lot of empty space around there, although he would have, you know, the pilot would have found himself in a lagoon. But, um... Man, you can imagine being in a small plane and all of a sudden you're like, um, we're going down. Wow. Okay, well, there's the five freeway. I was watching some news coverage where they had uh, this young lady and her car got clipped by the plane as it was landing. And like it looked like the top of her car was ripped off. Ooh. And many Dodger fans are on Twitter right now speculating <laughs> that, that the reason this plane landed where it did is to stop the Dodger fans from overtaking the Padre fans tonight in their home ballpark. I don't think that's going to stop them anyway. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> the walk. Yeah. Wow. They will find their way. Is that, that in the that's manual? What I'm, you know, I'm going to go to this game tomorrow night. I'm going to go see the Dodgers and the Padres tomorrow night. And what I don't know is this. You know, Greg, you said that on Saturday you thought it was 70% Raider fans to 30% Rams fans, right? Yep. Okay. On Sunday, the Niners overtook the Chargers in SoFi Stadium, and people were estimating it was 80% Niner fans. You know, back in the day, DeMarco, before San Diego was even respectable, Dodger fans would always take over Petco Park. So I wonder, as the Padres are so down and the Dodgers are so on fire, do the Dodger fans say, you know what, last time the Dodgers were down there, they got swept three straight games. Padres were beating their chest saying, we're the team now. I wonder if Dodger fans take over Petco Park. What do you think? Could you theoretically make it there, Greg? And back for a game? 
Like make it to San Diego and back? Yeah, it's two hour drive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not so bad. I, I look. I, I I would bet they do take over. It's feasible, right? Drive down, come back. Yeah, bring you, the can kids with you. you can absolutely do it. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of driving, but yes, you can absolutely do it. Yeah. School hasn't started for everyone yet, right? No, yeah. but it can be done. Because, listen, there are people that do it the opposite direction. There are people that go from south, and I mean deep south, like almost to the border, all the way up to SoFi Stadium for Rams games. So True. And then they turn around right after the game, and they, they battle traffic, and they head back south. I mean, it happens. You know what I don't know? Uh, what is the, the national opinion of Dodger fans? Are you well-behaved? Are you nice people when you I mean, take over stadiums? You know that's a it's an uh, Greg, interesting be it's honest. A, Why are you interesting question <laughs> because we're not the not the nicest when it comes to I mean it just depends. I went to um I'm Chicago nice. and there was a lot of us there and we were nice. I mean they were talking trash because it got rained out and they were saying that we didn't know how to play in the rain and I was like y'all dumb but <laughs> well, you don't, you don't other play than that, we were rain. nice. You know, I don't think we were mean. Okay. Baseball is like the only sport that doesn't get played in the rain. I was like, so. don't be like, hating on us. Like Cap, when the Steelers come to town, they mm-hmm. take over. But oh, I like their fans. Sure. Yeah. You know, they know football. They're, they're there to see a game and cheer on their, their own team. Now, some teams, when they take over, you have to, you know, watch your wallet. Like Philadelphia. Yeah. Like when the Eagle fans take over a stadium. Nuts. Yeah. you got to be real careful. Right. Big time. You know? yeah. yeah. I hope I you mean, guys hope. Greg's not like that, right? Here's what. Here's I mean, how we'll know, Demarco. Really? <laughs> I mean, Michelada's over. This is how we will know. You ready? Are our Dodger fans going to take over Petco Park and be nice about it? Okay. Here's how we'll know. Tomorrow, will we be discussing a stadium brawl? You know, ah. because because that you know tonight people are gonna be like, gotta have my phone charged. Who knows what might happen around me? True. You know, be Dodger fans, be Padre fans. You got you got Dodger fans who are feeling really good about their team. You got Padre fans who want to defend home turf, and their team might not be able to do it. We'll uh, we'll see if we're talking about this tomorrow. Like viral videos about stadium brawls. See, I, again. I'd go Vince McMahon. I would just put a like an octagon in my stadium. If there, if you guys want to fight, then let's put it on the jumbotron and. Take bets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Let's have, yeah, let's just get it out in the open. <laughs> I will tell you this. If you are a Dodger fan, you should be feeling really good because the last time yeah. you played against the Dodgers, uh, excuse me, the last time you played against the Padres, the Padres swept that series. This is going back to June 23rd. And the Padres swept the series, got themselves to, to within half a game of the Dodgers. Since that time, since June 23rd, the Dodgers have gone 34-17. and 17, And since that same period of time, when San Diego was a half game back, now they're 10 and a half games back in the wild card to the Dodgers, they're 23-26. and 26. If you are the Dodgers, you got to be thinking, we're going down there to spank those guys and sweep them in their own house. I'm looking, is it Pierce Johnson going tonight? Yep, right. Okay, well that's you know yeah. who he is because I didn't. I I'm I'm looking uh, yeah. right now. He's three and two, two point four nine ERA, forty eight games. I guess forty three. Urias is coming coming back from injury, coming yeah. back off the IL. So so well, here's the thing: like with Urias today, it's if you're going to win one of these three games, I would think your best shot would probably be this game with Urias just coming off of the IL. When he went before he went on the IL, he was lost a little bit of his velocity, lost a little bit of his control, so he wasn't pitching as well as he probably has been for the most of the season. So if you're going to get one, this one might be that wow. one. Urias is six feet tall. I didn't know that. I thought he was shorter than that. Wow. 
All right, coming up. Yeah. It is a game of would you rather, and I hope we, uh, we're we not going to get too dark today, man. You guys have freaked me out with some of these would you rathers in the last couple of days. DeMarco is in. This is Sedano and Cap. Would you rather is next on 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, I got it. And DeMarco's ready. Let's go. He's rubbing his hands together. He's ready like to go with it. No, this it's woodrow. cold in here. Oh, okay. <laughs> that too. You know, that's why really you bring quickly, a Very funny. Last night, I was in the grocery store last night, and I am walking around like I'm in minus 20 below <laughs> Chicago in the dead of winter. It was freezing in the grocery store last night. Can you guys, like, like turn it up, like, a little bit? It's just no, too man. cold. There's want, food in there. You, you want you want the ice cream to melt and the pizza to. <laughs> it was just cold, man. Just don't go in the in I'm the refrigerated soft, aisles. I am just I am soft. I can't. You are. I am, man. I don't like the cold weather. I'm a tropical brother. All right, we'll start with you, Cap. Would you rather be unable to close any door once it's open, or be unable to open any door once it's closed? Ooh. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> okay, just There's a I lot gotta, of possibilities I, here. I gotta let that marinate. Can you say it? I gotta hear it one more time. Wow. I gotta think about it, and I, I need to hear it again. Would you rather be unable to close any door once it's open, or be unable to open any door once it's closed? I would rather be able to do the second part. I want to be able to open doors once they're closed. No, because, you can't. You can't open doors once it's closed. This is a very confusing question. No, for no. Okay, so look. If a door is open, yeah. you cannot close it. Okay. If the door is closed, you cannot open it. Oh. Uh, then I'd rather keep the door open. Ooh. Bathroom. Wow. <laughs> You'd rather keep it open. <laughs> yeah, I want to keep my options open. I want to oh. keep the door open. I'm thinking like metaphorically beyond just literally. Okay. Um, I don't want doors to be closed at all times, you know. Glass half full kind of guy. Right. Okay, see, I was thinking a different way. See, you know, <laughs> being in the club scene a little bit, you know, yeah, and yeah. I'm afraid of those doors you can't close. You know, once you start, you can't stop. <laughs> right. I can't get off this train. <laughs> you know what I mean? Please make it stop. <laughs> it's it's not working, you know. Um, I, yeah, I think I'd rather have the doors stay closed. If I can't get in, I can't get in. I'll just find another way in. But I'm, I'm afraid if I leave it open... Where is this going to take me? I can't get off. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Laura, you want to jump in on this one? Okay. I, I was going to go DeMarco's way and say I'd rather have the door closed than always open. 
But if you walk into a room and close the door, you're stuck in that room. Um, so I'm going to have to leave the door open. See? Mm-hmm. So you wind up in Las Vegas. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, the like... door open. I'm going to come and go as I please. Right. Door open at all times. Uh, all right. Uh, DeMarco, would you rather have a tattoo of the title of the last book you read or the title of the last TV show you watched? Oh, definitely TV show. I can't even tell you the book I read. I, I, I <laughs> don't want to tell you the book I read. I'm trying to think of it. Can, do you know uh, it? Do you know the last book you read? I Well, I don't want to tell you because <laughs> it's, it's one of those help self-help type books Why? what's wrong with that I, well i that. wouldn't want that title on me definitely it, yeah it's no one would ever talk to me again did you uh, not like the book i love the book it helped really did great stuff but yeah just the title would not be funny like in a place where people can see it no heck no so give me the tv show yeah uh it would be untold oh, yeah Oh. I'm told, right? Yeah. The Christy Martin, uh, the Malice, Malice of the Palace. Malice of the Palace, yeah. That would yeah. be the one. Right. That's just a good tattoo, though. You just have untold. Like Wouldn't that. that be cool? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, that would work. Right on the stomach, like Tupac. <laughs> untold. Yeah. <laughs> I fear that my last TV show that I watched was Ted Lasso, and I don't think I want a Ted Lasso tattoo. And I feel like the last book that I read was called, I think it was called Unbroken. Does that sound familiar? Because oh, yeah. I think they made a movie about it, too, about this guy who uh, was like a track star, and then he went over to fight in World War II, and his plane got knocked out of the air, and him and his guys had to survive on this raft forever. It was really good. Yeah, yeah that was a great movie, I thought. Hmm. But that was so supposed guess, to be a book. That's a book? Well, I know, but, it, oh. but they, they made, made it a the book. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, they made gotcha, a gotcha, movie. Gotcha. And I just wanted to make sure I got the name right. So That or it was, I mean, this is going back a little while, Lone Survivor. I read the book long Ooh. before I saw the movie. I'm going to go with the book. I'm going to go book title tattoo. Like it. Nice. Laura? Because Ted Lasso is the last thing I watched, I'm going to go with the book. And it was uh, The Alchemist. Nice. I'd rather have that tattoo. Look at you. What does that mean, The Alchemist? What does that word mean? <laughs> El Alchemista. I don't know. It's I don't a know good either. book, bro. I don't know either. Just I don't know what the word it, means. Okay? <laughs> no, I don't have time to read The Alchemist. <laughs> It's a really good book. I bet it is. Oh, my God. I've read it like three times, and every time I read it, I get something new from it. Uh, a person who book. practices alchemy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a person who transforms or creates something through a seemingly magical process. That is the definition of alchemist. Oh, wow. Yeah. You should read it, Cap. It's good. Okay, maybe I will. You should. All right. Let's go to Laura to start this one off. Uh, would you rather only be able to wash your hair twice a year oh God. Uh-oh. Oh. or only be able to check your phone once a day? Ooh. Oh, just okay. I have curly hair, so we already don't wash our hair every day, but but twice a year. Yeah, that twice a year. That's too much. Yeah, do it. Okay. Come down with your ill. Brianna. We can't do it every day. Okay. If you got curly hair, you understand the process. Ladies will know. So yeah, give me the give me the phone. It's okay. Once a day is fine. I'll just check it once a day. It's okay. I love when you say "dude" a certain way, and it's really spelled D O O O D. I just love when you say "dude" a certain way. I mean, okay. I, I will wash my hair twice a year, no problem. But I will tell you, checking my phone once a day is a big problem. I'm as addicted as anybody to their phone. Um, I mean. Listen, back in the day, you used your phone for your phone. Now I got Twitter, right. Facebook. Yes, Facebook. That's right. DeMarco, are you still on Facebook? Yes. 
Me too. I got. Do you I got use shamed. it? I got no. Facebook shamed last week. There it week. is. There okay. it is. He doesn't use it. He All has right. it. I have it. All right. Don't use it. I know. I got a lot of seven ten listeners that hit me up on Twitter that they're still on Facebook. By the way, they should but hit you up on Facebook. They on listen on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, any social media platform, email, text. I am addicted to the phone. So I could not just check it once a day, but I could probably get by by only washing my hair twice a year. DeMarco? I, I'd have to agree with him. That's the I'm, – I'm really, I w- I'd love to say, like, I need to wash my hair more than twice a year, but just like him, I, I'm stuck with the phone. You know, it would be crazy for me to say I could go without checking my phone more than once a day. I just – that's impossible. So I'd have to pick the phone. <laughs> I'm always embarrassed on Sunday yep. when the phone tells me how much time I spent on it during the week. Oh, don't. And I'm always like giving myself a high five when it when I actually my percentage went down week over week. But then when I see it go up by like 10%, they're like, you were up 10% this week. I'm like, oh my wow. God, I don't put this freaking phone down. I can't help it. All right, last one, and we'll go to DeMarco to start this one off. Would you rather give your parents or your boss access to your browser history oh wow <laughs> boss definitely the boss yeah my wow. mother to this i am 50 the rams.com i am 50 <laughs> years old and my mother still doesn't know i have a tattoo i swear i swear my mother still doesn't know i like drink every now and then really yes so is she listening n- right now i hope, hope not, not. <laughs> i really do but yeah I'd, I'd rather have my boss see that than my mother Oh, man. When I wound up on TMZ, oh, goodness gracious. The tongue lashing I took from my mother was was just wow. I had to put the phone down. Oh, tell goodness. me, tell me when you were on TMZ, and tell me what they caught up to you about. Oh, uh, it was it was when the Super Bowl was in Dallas, and there was a snowstorm. I remember. I can't remember who was in the game, um, but we were looking for Kurt Menefee's party. Uh huh. And all of Dallas is shut down because right. of I snow. Still couldn't move. Couldn't move. They had no idea how to deal with the snow, which shocked me. I thought yep. I thought Texas could handle it, but they were dropping sand instead of salt. It didn't help. Anyway, so we were circling for Kurt Menefee's parties. Long story short, I found a parking spot at the place, and it looked abandoned, so we didn't even know if we were at the right spot. And I parked at what I thought was a cool parking spot. Mind you, there's snow on the ground, and this is the worst spot for me because my knees are always sore. So we get all the way to the door, and I hear this, hey, move your blanking car. Who? Excuse me? Turn around, same guy, move your blanking car. Oh, you're the valet. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I parked. Here's my keys. Here's 100 bucks. Let's just call it even. No, move your blanking car. So on the third one, I just went off a little bit. And right when I'm going off, this light hit me from a from a phone and it turned out somebody was recording. So oh, no. all you caught was like a 15 second burst of me going tr- uh, like Arlie Ar- Ermy on the guy, just cussing him out. And that wound up on TMZ and then everyone saw it. I got a call from my pastor, I got a call from my mother when I'm at dinner. It was just bad. It was ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Eey. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to find that. I'm going to look that No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cap, what are you going to do there? All right. Well, the question is, would you rather have your parents check your browser history or your boss check your browser history? Right. And I must tell you that I'm good with either one of them checking my browser history because even though there's some things in my browser that they'll be like, oh, really? You were there? They would both be like, that doesn't surprise me not one bit. You know, so like if my mom found out that I was visiting a uh, free porn site 
and my boss found out the same thing, I think both parties would be like, yeah, I'm not surprised. Not really surprised at all. So I guess I'd rather have my parents than my boss if I had to make a choice. But I don't think either party would be surprised. I don't have anything that's terrible in my browser, by the way. Just, you know, sometimes I'm by myself. I that's would all. never be able to face my mom again. <laughs> <laughs> Laura? Bruh. I come from a Mexican household. My mom is Mexican. She knows everything. So... I want to say I can keep, nah, you know what? My boss can see all of that. Because my mom would slap me across the face. Nah, I'm scared of her. And I'm 33. Like, I'm, I'm scared, scared of my her. mom. <laughs> 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 Every Mexican child knows, okay? Yeah. They are still scared of their mom no matter how old they are. Get the switch. The chancla <laughs> is real. It has powers. All right, there you go. There's Would You Rather. Uh, coming up. We are going to give away tickets to see the LAFC take on Sporting KC. But we're not just giving you tickets into the bank. We're giving you tickets into the suite at the bank, the 710 ESPN suite. Don't go anywhere. We're going to tell you exactly how to win coming right back. It's Mamba Day. We're going to get back to that. We're going to get back to the Dodgers and the Padres. And I got to ask DeMarco if he's following this viral sensation, the Milk Crate Challenge. We'll get to all of this coming up. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Boy, the crowd has been just fantastic here tonight. You would never know that this team is not headed for the playoffs. Top against Patterson. Kobe cannot get Patterson in the air. A wild three. Hit it. Yeah, it's Mamba Day. And uh, Laura, the details on what you just played? <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? I'm not... sorry. No, so Laura was sitting here like just telling you the story of what this this highlight was about, and all of a sudden Cap just jumps in and is like, "Oh, hey, you know, it's Mamba Day. Look up." Laura didn't turn a microphone on. Nice. Wow. Nice. <laughs> I was really into it too, and I'm like, "Oh, he just cut me off." Wow. She was all mad. She's like, "What is he doing?" Oh, wow. <laughs> and then oh, my. I was like, "Cause because we had like the whole game plan. The game plan was." like rejoin you know then it was you know soundbite then it was music and then laura was going to actually come in and tell us what we were just hearing and i'm like okay she must have decided that i'm going to bring us back and i'm going to just ask her <laughs> go ahead tell us the details oh man so i saw demarco's mic on 
for whatever reason, I thought it was mine. Anyway, so that was April 24, 2004. The Lakers were taking on the Portland Trailblazers. They were down by three. Portland had 87 on the board. LA had 84. Payton inbounds to Kobe and throw. he throws a wild three to tie the game. We went to double overtime, and we won by one point. 105 to 104. I mean, we have so many Kobe highlights we can get. For whatever reason, this one just spoke to me. And mm. I was like, I'm going to go with this one. Never so tired. there's a great story behind that one anyway, which I believe is that one. They said Patterson. That was the game that Kobe was going up against the self-imposed Kobe stopper in Ruben Patterson. <laughs> and he hit two gigantic threes over Patterson, the Kobe stopper, to win that game. So that that the one that you chose, Laura, was just a perfect game because that's one of my favorite ones too just because <laughs> – this guy came out saying, like, I'm the Kobe stopper, I'm the Kobe stopper, and he just buried three after three on him. Oh, it was great. So hard well, to choose. So you were really into it, too, and the mic was off, huh? Yeah, you know, that's a <clears throat> fail. That's my L for today. <laughs> I really, I literally turned to Greg, and I'm like, I was like, oh, dang, that's when I noticed my mic wasn't red. It was DeMarco's uh, red mic deflecting. I was like, dang, okay, so that's why he can't hear me because my mic ain't on. <laughs> Radio 101, people, if you want to be on, turn on your mic. Yep, that's a, that's a key component to getting <laughs> onto the air is actually turning on the mic. Good call. Hey, look, it is Mamba Day, and we've been talking about it and celebrating it all day here on 710, but while we are here, let me, let me throw something else at you guys. I'm calling all LAFC fans right now. We're giving away sweet passes to see LAFC versus Sporting KC on Friday, September 3rd at the Bank of California Stadium. So not this Friday because this Friday is our big draft party. Um, and then next Friday is the sweet night. So it's real easy to win. Call 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. Caller number 55? No, oh, no, no, that's not no? right. No, nobody wants to answer 55 calls? No? No, no, we can do we can do 8 or 24 depending on go. what you want to do here for Mama Day. There you go. You can well, choose. Let's, let's make it let's make it convenient for Laura cuz she's busy turning mics on and off. Let's make it convenient for her. Let's make it caller 8 in honor of Kobe obviously today. Uh, caller 8, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Caller 8 wins a pair of sweet passes. Everybody in attendance will qualify to win a Carlos Vela autographed jersey. And very special thanks goes out to Body Armor, more than a sports drink. Stock up on Body Armor sports drink at your local Albertsons. DeMarco, drink some Body Armor. There you go. How about that? I'm down. Let's get it. All right. I'm trying right, to figure out ahead. my uh, this whole fantasy strategy. I want to go see you guys in that fantasy draft deal just to try to figure out how to do this. I, I really want to go all in on fantasy one year. I haven't okay. done it yet. Okay, I got to admit it. Neither have I. Um, and it bothers my kids because my that kids— That you haven't done it? Right. Oh. Because my, my kids are like, Dad, we don't understand. Like, like the NFL and football is like your favorite sport. It's what you cover. It's what you played. It's what you're passionate about. How can you not play fantasy football? And you know what it is for me, DeMarco? I don't have the attention span. Okay. So, so, so it gets like two weeks into the season, and I'm like, okay, I'm not making any moves. I'm not making any trades. I'm, I forgot to set my roster. This guy's not even playing this week because they got to buy, and he's still my starting running back. I just I don't have the attention span for it. 
Yeah, I figured it out for me. I like where's the fun in this? Just looking up stats and numbers. But then I put that aside and I just want to win. I want to beat people at this game. So that's that's where I'm at. I want to join a league. I want to go all in and I want to win a league just so I can talk trash. That's it. Okay. Okay. Um Greg, are you are you deep into fantasy football? No, so I used to play fantasy football, basketball, baseball. I did NASCAR racing one year. I've done golf and wow, about NASCAR racing. NASCAR. Yeah, no, yeah. I was that's I was that sign of, that's, that's brutal. Yeah, that's yeah. a call for help. Yeah, that yeah. was how deep into fantasy <laughs> I was. And about three years ago, uh, on Mason and Ireland, I was like, "That's it. I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore." Wow. And my life has been so much better. Really? Yeah. It was like an obsession? Yeah, well I had six football teams. I would have wow. I would have six leagues that I was in and then so I had one guy going against my own guy on another league and I couldn't know who I'm like, well this one has more money involved in it than this one does, so I want this one to win, but I really like wow. this team. It was it was a mess. I would definitely just do one, but I want to go all in. Go and, all in. And and draft and have a team and yeah, actually be involved in it one time. Greg, can't you organize? You ready for this? Um, DeMarco, me, Mason, Ireland, Sedano, See, I do that. Slee, yeah. Travis, yourself. I mean, that, that's eight. How many people play? Is it ten? Yeah, well, I mean, we can have an eight-person league. It kind of stinks. Laura, do you want to play? Laura, do you like fantasy football? She's on the phone right I now. I just want to win. I want to beat everyone. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> the competitive juices are going to... I just want to win. Yeah. I just realized this yesterday, Cap, that DeMarco has won at every single level that he's ever played on. He won in high school. He won in college. He won in the pros. So now he wants to win in fantasy football, too. Kind of not fair. I just want to win. Yeah. Let us win, man. Give no, me one. No. <laughs> no. No. On, I suck on, at fantasy football. On, on, on Mamba Day? No. No. I win. I win every time. I think everybody wins on Mamba Day. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, I have yeah. that mentality. So I, I want to win. Too. So, you know, we all win. So we can all be winners. But if we're doing fantasy, I want to win. Well, I'm I suck at that. So, yeah, you That's take cool. the That's <laughs> cool. Join the league. See? That's good. <laughs> here's here's how I look at it. Um, I really don't care that much if I win. What I don't want to do, though, is lose. Because ah, what I, yeah. hear, I hear from fantasy football freaks is that when they play fantasy football, usually the person who comes in last in the league has to do something that the other people in the league determine. So I'll give you guys an example, and maybe you guys have others, but this is the worst I've ever seen, the worst I've ever heard. So I knew these guys that played in this fantasy football league, and the, um, the loser, the person who comes in dead last, DFL, right, that person had to get a tattoo. And the tattoo had to be of what the other people in the league decided. Oh. You, the person who had to get the tattoo, could decide where it goes on your body. Okay. But everybody else in the league oh, decided man. what the tattoo would be of. Oh. So you're ready for this? Yeah. I know this guy. I'm not exaggerating. I swear to you guys. This guy lost his fantasy football league, and his buddies were all scorned San Diego Charger fans. So they forced him, because he lost and because he was a man of his word, and he lost the bet, and he had to pay up. They forced him to get a tattoo of Dean Spanos. He's the owner of the Chargers. I realize nobody knows who he is. Wow. They, they got him a tattoo of Dean Spanos' face on his right thigh. Oh. 
<laughs> How bad is that? Oh, that's horrible. That is just me. That's those aren't your friends. They're <laughs> not your fantasy football buddies. <laughs> I'm. St- they're not your friends. You know. Oh man. Oh, that is horrible. That is really horrible. All right, stick around, everybody, because what you need to know is coming up next. And I want to ask Demarco: Is he following the viral sensation, the milk crate challenge? Everybody, stick around. What you need to know is next.